What is going on you guys and it's David here back in with another video. Uh, first and foremost, I apologize uh, about this video quality. I'm recording this directly from my phone um, and I'm not using my mic currently because I forgot to charge my laptop and I'm too lazy to go back and charge it currently. Um, so in today's topic, I wanted to, I guess, some way honor Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month and kind of share my story firsthand to those who haven't really heard it. I know I've never posted it on my YouTube channel. I've never posted it on, on my podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and start with that. Uh, so uh, to go back to the very beginning, um, I was born four months early, premature, and I was the size of... This hand sanitizer, if you, I guess if you make it a little bigger, that's how big I was. Um, and, and I, um, uh, I had to go through, you know, the, the, what they call the ICU and go through a breathing machine because my lungs were fully developed for a few months until I was fully normal and fully capable of leaving the hospital. Um, I couldn't walk until the age of eight, couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't do anything, couldn't do any of the basic functions you could do as a child, you know, to kind of enjoy life, you know? And um, it wasn't until I had uh, suffered a family tragedy near the age of eight, I had, um, when she lost my biological mom, she was 23 years old. Uh, most people, when they think of when they're losing somebody, they think it's it's like the end all be all of um, being able to move on with their life. However, I was blessed with a uh, a great stepmom, and my dad was always around, and they both together uh, raised me uh, and helped me get through my challenges. Whether through through you know physical therapy, occupational therapy, uh, through schooling, schooling was a big one. Um, I was in special ed for for a few years. Uh, fortunately, my my stepmom was the one that saw that I was fully capable of being in a in a regular ed classroom, and she said, you know, you're you're too bright to be in there. You shouldn't be in there. I had teacher. I started my education from Puerto Rico. The teachers in Puerto Rico were like, you know, he's too he's too slow. I don't want him in my classroom. I we don't think he's capable of performing or achieving just like any other regular child in the classroom. However, I had straight A's. I did very well in class. Just teachers decided to discriminate. Um, that's only one side of the story. So I ended up moving to Florida. Um, Right when I turned eight, uh, then, um, no, let's go back a little bit. So after my mom's passing, my stepmom had taken over to raise me because she, you know, she loved me very much and she wanted to have me to have a great life. And I was blessed with the presence. Um, around the age of eight and three months, I age eight and three months, I began walking inside of a footlocker in Puerto Rico 
Uh, because ironically enough, I wanted a pair of Jordan socks that I was eyeing. So, um, my parents were like, why don't you try like walking or something and see if you can do it. Uh, well, I wasn't really, um, I guess I had gone up, but the chair took a couple steps and my parents weren't aware. My stepmom wasn't aware. So, uh, she, she was aware after the fact that I was on the ground and she had, she took her a moment to figure out. I had taken three steps because I was at a chair, I was on the floor, and then that was that moment that uh, basically changed my life forever in a good way. It began the journey to where I'm at today. I finished my regular schooling. I finished um, college. I graduated with my college degree in sociology from UCF. Go Knights! <coughs> I had, um, I remember going through. Graduation high school, that was awesome. I got a standing ovation there. But the the biggest highlight of my educational career was when I graduated college. Because, uh, to be honest with you, I was one of those, those, uh, those kids that was never supposed to amount to anything. I was never supposed to go to college. I was never supposed to have... Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't supposed to teach. Wasn't supposed to be a motivational speaker. Wasn't supposed to be an athlete. Wasn't supposed to be anything. How? And and I I I completely shattered every single seal, every single ceiling that I had in front of me, every single wall. I broke it. Why did I break it? It wasn't because of just my parents, but as I got older, it was because of of me. Because I wanted I. It was up to me to want to succeed. It was up to me to want to achieve my goals. Um, it was up to me to instill the power and the motivation to just keep moving forward. And to the and going through UCF was a surreal experience. It was awesome. I got through it. I remember the day of the graduation vividly five years ago. Getting up in the morning, looking at the mirror. And taught myself, you did it. You finally did did it. It didn't hit me, so um, I I guess I was getting called up on stage. I remember walking from from the from the uh, the seating area, going up on stage, and they asked me, David, do you want to take the stairs or do you want to take the ramp? I said. I was twenty five. I was turned twenty five at the time. I said, "I waited seventeen long years for this moment, and I owe it to my family, and I owe it to my mom upstairs that that I, I that I did it. She, she, I owe it to them to see me walk up there. So I remember walking up on stage, walking up those stairs. It got really quiet." And I find myself thinking, no one's going to cheer. No one's going to clap. Everybody's bored. Everybody's tired of watching everybody walking. They just want to go home. (laughs) And boy, was I wrong. I was so wrong. I remember lifting the cane up. And you you could hear that crowd just erupted. And the graduation stopped, I'm pretty sure, for a good five seconds. Because I was just soaking it in. And 
Oh, it gives me goosebumps. Because I remember it was a week before Mother's Day. And uh, I gave I gave my, my stepmother a poem and I said, this is yours, Happy Mother's Day. And she's like, no, you did this. You did this yourself. And, you know, it, it really hit me hard because I, I, the journey that I've been through, it's been incredible. And uh, then followed after graduation, I volunteered for a bit at different uh, nonprofits. And then eventually I found AmeriCorps. And AmeriCorps uh, helped me find my passion and really helping others in the community and in our classrooms. And because of AmeriCorps, it helped me open another door, the door of public speaking. And uh, I've been a motivational speaker alongside assisting children in the classroom and helping my community ever since the last four years. Um, it's amazing that I've been able to touch thousands of thousands of lives, and I'm still going strong. And it's all because of the support system I have. It's all because of my family. It's all because of my friends. It's all because of my effort, my willingness to never give up. And I want to let you guys know. That no matter what anybody tells you in your life, if they bring you down, if you can't achieve a certain goal right away, if you feel upset about something, if someone makes fun of you, use it as motivation to go and succeed and achieve your goals. Trust me. If you keep pushing forward, you'll never want to look back, especially in those negative, on those negative times. Because the positive in your life, when you move forward, is going to outweigh the negative. I, I made it. The question is, can you do it? I hope you guys like this episode. And this is David signing off. And remember, if I can do it, so can you. Happy Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month.